We should have named it Welcome to Two ADHD Bitches Trying to Stay on One Topic. Hey, welcome to the Grey's Talk Pod, the podcast where we celebrate the weird, wonderful and wacky elements of Grey's Anatomy on TikTok. Welcome back. We're glad to have you. Last week's episode does not show what I want to do with this podcast. Last week's episode was more of a special welcoming podcast. I had just been to Paris, I had just been to the con, and I was really excited to be able to tell you guys all about everything that I'd done. And that didn't just include the good bits, I did talk about the bad too. However, this podcast, when I first pitched it to my friends, this was, hey, let's get together, let's talk about aspects of Grey's Anatomy and our Grey's Talk accounts and let's talk and get to know each other properly and let other people get to know us too. So that's what we're going to do for this episode. We're going to start out, you guys are going to get to know me a bit better and then we will bring in one of my friends, we will get to know them and we'll get to know their section of Grey's Talk. The reason I've not actually specified which friend it is that will be on the show is that I don't know. I am recording this the Friday after the last episode came out and currently we don't have a guest lined up. We will, by the time this episode comes out on Thursday, we will have a guest and hopefully we'll be able to talk to them some more, find out what's going on and hopefully we'll even know who's going to come on next week too so that I can give you a bit of a trailer but that doesn't really matter at the end of the day this podcast can be what we want it to be if there's something you guys want to see on it reach out there are socials for the account there are my socials my dms are open and I do try and look at anything even message requests so reach out I want to talk to you guys just for a minute about the format of this podcast so you understand how this works from my end. Um, I am trying to organise interviews with all of my friends who have their Grey's Talk accounts. And what I've done is, for next week's episode, I already know who we've got lined up for next week. She already has her podcast title so that she's got time to prepare and talk and think about what she wants to talk about. Today's guest had 24 hours notice. I am a little bit sorry about that and um, she is very aware of it. However, um, we didn't have as much time to plan this one because I'm just a bit nervous about getting it all recorded in time and making this fit with our schedules. So what we're going to do is we will talk on the episode title, that is the plan, but I'm also going to ask them a few questions just surrounding their TikTok, how they found where they are, and their first major hit video. What wouldn't be fair, however, is if I didn't take the time to let you guys get to know me as well. Obviously, each interview will have a getting to know the guest part, but you guys don't really know me. And we're going to make sure that everyone knows everyone on this podcast. This is about getting to know Grey's Talk. So hi, my name's Lauren. I'm 23 and I do have a full-time job outside of TikTok, unfortunately. I started posting on Grey's Talk 
back in April of 2022. Um, and my first big video was Grandkid Roundup, done grey style, in that it was Dead Character Roundup. And that is still to date my biggest video. It sits at 5.6 million views, which is insane to me. Um, other than that, I don't really have much to say about myself. Um, I am trying slowly to turn TikTok into more of a job. Um, I try to take time out of my day most days to do stuff for TikTok, but I am ridiculously bad at doing that. Um, other than that, I don't really have much. So without further ado, let me introduce you to Deanna. And you won't hear from me on my own again this episode. So enjoy. Um, it's a bit chaotic, but we love it. So just for the listeners, do you want to quickly mm-hmm. go over who you are? I am Deanna. Um, I am McFruity Bishop on Twitter and Instagram and McFruity Shepherd on TikTok. Yeah. I'm just trying to work out how long I've known you. I feel so like we've I, been I for about found a year. this out the other day. It's August, August something. The 21st? Uh, is is that when I first sent back? you vapes? No, that's when you. <laughs> making me sound like a freaking addict. Um, that's when you followed me back on my other account, not even my. Because I hadn't even made my um, TikTok then. That was my. Oh, I followed you on your personal one mm-hmm. because you were interacting with my TikToks alone. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. So, yeah. 18th, so 18th of August is when you followed me. So I've known you since the 18th of August. Yes. Not, That's even, insane. A year. not even a year. And we've already met up twice. Mm-hmm. Insane. It's crazy. So... I remember convincing you to make a Grey's TikTok account. Yes, you did, because I didn't want to do it. You um, didn't. But I didn't want to post Grey's Anatomy stuff on my personal account either. Because all my other friends would be like, what the fuck is this? What the, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I, I definitely remember doing that. But do you yeah. remember what your first uh, viral video was? The first viral one. Well, the first one that gained you like a decent amount of followers. Um, so the first one that kind of blew up was the, I think they've done it, but I can't prove it. That trend. Oh yes. I remember that one. The very first video I did of that, but the one that got me the most followers were my mark edit oh no I remember that one and yeah so sad (laughs) and Vic dancing to pony the one that got taken down the one that got taken down and then I reposted it and it didn't even get a quarter of the amount of views yes that one yes I remember that it got taken down at like how many 
98.2 thousand likes which is insane like I've got an entire podcast with Erin coming up where we talk about this Mm -hmm. um because obviously Erin's been like most affected by it I would say yeah. So next week's episode is me and Erin just slagging it off. Slagging TikTok. Um, yeah, basically. And then it's me not even TikTok, it's TF1. TF1, yes. I'm coming for you. You're not even <laughs> yeah. ABC. Stop taking my videos down. Yeah. Anyway. So we will be um that will be coming up. <laughs> um but so today's episode, I think we titled it Re- Returning Characters and Spiral City. Mm-hmm. That is true. It is because you and me, we do like we live in Spiral into... City. Yes. Which is a part of Delulu Land. It is a part of Delulu Land. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I think the first recurring, like returning character we ought to talk about who didn't actually return much to our like displeasure, I think we need to talk about Justin Chambers. Oh, he clowned us so hard. We were all, all convinced. He did. Um, If you guys missed this, um, Justin Chambers, I would say, Dee, can you find the posts? But I think it was about three, four months ago. Yeah, it was whilst they were filming. Yeah, it was, they were definitely still filming. January, January 31st. Okay, so it was six months ago almost. Jesus Christ, yeah. Um, And he put the Grey's coffee cup on. Yeah, he posted the Grey's coffee cup and he was... With the caption caption being a fresh cup of Grey's. Yes. And then he started to interact on, like, Grey's-based posts as well. Mm -hmm. And... I remember Twitter. I'm not. I wasn't big into Stan Twitter at the time, but Twitter went nuts. Oh, Twitter went insane. Twitter's and always so, insane. But so did TikTok. Mm-hmm. I remember. I think it was you, me, and Erin, just clowning. Clowning, <laughs> absolutely so hard. clowning. Um, and we were just being like, "Yeah, he's coming back," and we waited and we waited. Right until that last second in the finale. We were still so determined and we were like, no, he would have announced it by now. But he just didn't. And we were so determined. But have you seen now that everybody is convinced? He's coming back to the... Yes, so I can get behind Arizona coming back. Because... I can too. J-Cat was so... I've not been involved in Grey's stuff until this con. No, she's not really. She's not really involved in anything anymore. She's not overly on social media anymore. No, but I mean, the second she was announced for this con, people were like, "She's coming back." Mm -hmm. But the way she was talking during the panels as well, and I've only seen the little bits and bobs um, that are on the internet. Yeah. Um, but the way that she was talking in the panel as well, you you could see like the cogs turning in in her head. Yeah, because everyone was saying that they want if she comes back, they want her and Amelia together, which we can get behind. Which I can I can get behind, but also my calzona heart will break forever, and I absolutely love Sarah. I love Sarah, and I love them so much. Yeah. 
but I'm not sure how if they did come back if Calzona as a whole came back rather than just Arizona how they'd um I think that as a how, as a how they'd incorporate line. Sarah's gender yeah I think that as a storyline I because of Sarah's like working commitments with other stuff I think that would only be like a couple of episodes which would break me mm-hmm but obviously, I think Jacob would have the availability to come back for more. As far as I'm aware, she's not working on anything. Not that I've seen. And it would just, oh, I would love it. Partly because, good God, she's just so lovely. Mm. Meeting her in person was a wild ride. Um, I, bet. I bet. But. I think she could come back and I think that would be amazing. But someone else I think they need to pull in and who I know for a fact is down is someone you've talked to and someone I've met. Oh. Katie. Katie. My baby Katie. Yeah. So uh, Deanna had a... um, A cameo call. You did. You had a cameo call with her last weekend, and we've got yes. one with her this weekend. Yes, we which do. Which is insane. I can't wait. She was so, she was absolutely lovely. She was so sweet. Um, and she fills in during a really, really busy day as well. So she yeah. was literally the phone to us. And at the end, she was saying that normally she stays past the 10 minutes. Normally she doesn't go like straight up on the 10 minutes. Mm. But she had to go because she's literally had a shower, done our call, and then she was taking her her son to a foot two football parties. Oh my then, god! And then she was going after that. She was going to CER's comedy show. Yes, I saw about that because I wasn't convinced that they were back in the states until I saw about the comedy show, and I was like, "Damn it, mm-hmm. they're back in the states." They're back in the States now. We've got no chance. But now... I mean, they're all definitely back in the States. I mean, I think Stefania is still in Paris. Yes, I think so too. she went to a rave in a castle a few days ago. Yeah, I saw. Twitter went nuts with those pictures. I love it. I absolutely love the vibes. It is is the dream to go to a rave in the middle of nowhere. At a castle. Oh, the French know how to do it. But the other, the other question, speaking of ER. Oh, yes. Now, ER, I saw them do a, a, one of the send-in videos. Mm-hmm. And they were asked about whether they were going back or not. Yes, yes, Tay's, because I messaged them and asked whether or not Tay, that is, not Fightmaster. Yeah. Whether it was about the conventions or whether it was about Grey's and... Tay said oh no it's it's for grace so the idea that fight master themselves does not know whether they're going back Mm -hmm. gives me hope it gives me they've got no they've got no clue until they get that phone call saying that they want them back yeah and i mean like they were none of the actors Mm. Um, at the con they were saying they didn't even know they were going to be back beyond the one episode they were originally contracted for exactly exactly and that was just purely because of the chemistry between them and Katarina which was insane which, that, that first scene 
that first scene, knowing that that first, their scene first is look. like is their first look, is them them meeting for the first time properly, yeah. blew my mind. Um, that because it's it's the raw chemistry. I know the raw chemistry. Raw chemistry. Um, um, and the fact that TikTok basically got Chimelia happening is it also insane. But I know I do know that um, TikTok is the reason. Like the the Grey's writers and execs and stuff do watch a lot of the TikToks and what we're posting, so that they know what to do their storylines for. Do we feel like the reason we got Helm and Mika together was is because, because of, of TikTok? Us. Mm. Because of us just screaming her in to be Helm's love interest. See, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say that they brought Mika in to be Helm's love interest. No. But she definitely Mika definitely had fruity vibes since day one, but I was convinced that her and Jules were gonna get together until a few episodes before. Um, Mika and Helmet. <clears throat> no, I get that. I do. I, my little ship of heart decided that the second Mika said, Yep, I kiss girls, or whatever she said, that yeah. was it. She was yeah, Helm's girlfriend. Was it, Helms. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I do wonder that... though whether they incorporated a queer character in the interns because of us all sat there going, Please, for the love of God, for the love of God let Helm have a girlfriend and that's what I'm saying do we feel like that was partly us already like before we even met the character before we before they even brought new interns in we were all sat there like for the love of god make her fall in love with a queer woman who does not who who does not already have a partner and does not does not like not want her we just needed her to have someone who was Mm mm-hmm and when they brought Helm back this series, because again, re- returning characters, we are getting somewhere. Um, <laughs> when they brought Helm, I'm trying to stick on topic. ADHD problems, it's fine. Truly. But when they brought Helm back and she had had this massive, like, don't get me wrong, I have loved Helm since the start. Mm-hmm. But Helm had a glow up this season. Oh, without a doubt. She looks mighty damn fine this season. Mighty like, damn fine. <laughs> I just love Helm anyway. Me too. I do, I and I think. And that... she's blonde. Do you see a Do you see a theme? Yes. <laughs> but you no, have a thing for blondes anyway. and Stefania. Blonde, blonde Stefania and Katarina. Yeah, that's my type. <laughs> um, and it's insane. <laughs> like Fightmaster count as a blonde. I would count Fightmaster. It's like a Fightmaster is like a dirty blonde. Mm. Yeah, because they're not quite brunette, they're not quite blonde. So we're going dirty blonde. Yeah. And oh, Fightmaster. Can't believe that. So so Sam and Beth are coming on this podcast after they've met Fightmaster. Yeah, yeah, they were just telling me. They were just telling me. Um, I've got them. Like it is my absolute dream. I adore them. Because obviously it means that um we can both talk about our fight master experience like all three of us can talk about our fight master experiences and Deanna can say and cry I'm sorry Deanna next <laughs> year I'm telling you next year well, we are going I do not care if I have to sell a goddamn kidney to go I am going next year oh my god same 
Like, um, but yeah, I am determined you will meet Fightmaster because I think Fightmaster will do another con. I'm hoping so. I really because Fightmaster to... had the absolute time of their life. Mm. Well, they're they're quite like Danielle as well, though. Where I feel like they're quite outgoing and really sociable and like they extrovert- definitely are. Whereas like Stefania and Katarina are both quite introverted and quite Except shy. Except when you put them on a stage. See, that's just them performers though. As well. That's just performers though as well. Like, mm. obviously, I was. I, think a I was because a so much of what they say is scripted. Yeah, and, and then to ask them to come out with something unscripted with very little preparation. The fact exactly. that we got "Hello Queers, Happy Pride." I, that's just fight master to a T, though. I will never get over this. I screamed. Obviously, I watched the opening ceremonies on Instagram Live. Yeah. Thanks to Tiffany for both weekends. She went to Milan and she went to um, Paris. Mm-hmm. So I got to watch the opening ceremonies for both. And I absolutely screamed to the point where Ruby was sat looking at me like, are you okay? Yeah. Are you no. sound? I was sat and we were quite far back, but my my camera is obviously very good on my phone. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we got that opening ceremony and I have that close-up clip of Fightmaster. Yeah. Being like, hello, queers, happy pride. I just, my heart couldn't take it. Yeah, no, mine either. But yeah. I think I was about to ask you about your season 20 predictions. Oh, okay. I think, because I said, obviously, we've got the writer's strike coming up. God, yeah. Ongoing. It looks like the um, Screen Actors Guild's going to go on strike too. And it looks like the Screen Actors are going to go. So, obviously, it's not looking like we're going to get anything till January. At least. At least, especially, well, we don't know how long the Screen Actors Guild strike's going to go on. No. But I feel like the, if the Screen Actors go on strike as well, I feel like that'll pressure the networks into actually paying their goddamn fucking writers. That's what um, I'm hoping for. Um, um, so, because they're going to make no fucking money. We're no actors, no writers. No, we've got gonna, nothing. You don't make, that, you don't make that much money off a of Jeopardy, Jeopardy. And, um... Wheel of Fortune, mate. So what are you going to no. do? All ABC they have is game shows and, like, talk shows right now. Yeah. And I feel like with the strike, actors aren't even going to go on talk shows. No, because they're on strike. So even talk shows you're running fucking low on. Exactly. exactly. Unless they interview, like, entirely the general public and songwriters for however long they're on strike. I mean, it's really just not that hard. Just pay your goddamn writers what they deserve. Yes. I think because we may end up retitling this episode, thing. Pay your goddamn writers. That's what the episode's called. Okay, so we'll call it Pay Your Goddamn Writers. Yeah. Um, no. I'm sorry if you can hear a load of stuff in the background. I am just making a bagel because this is my lunch break. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you we are busy we are professional people right now lauren are we being professional podcasters who did not just have to take a break so you could pee i downed like three pounds of water so that i didn't get thirsty whilst I was doing it. 
Yeah. Three pounds. The... What? You said three pints. Oh, three pints <laughs> of water. Oh, this has turned to chaos. Um, it has already turned to chaos. What now? Because should... obviously I don't know too much about the strikes. I, I can't remember too much anyway. I really read into it. Um, because Emily Culver was like sharing everything. Yes, I remember that happening. And what the actors, what are the actors, what the writers are asking for isn't too much. It isn't extortionate, extortionate amounts. They are just asking. No, I want to say they're asking for 5%. was it I can't it remember I can't remember, the, I can't remember the numbers but then no. networks were just outright rejecting them for everything any sort yeah, of they pay weren't even counter offering on half of the stuff no on most of it on most of it like the only thing they said is like in the green room you can have snacks yeah because I happened. remember this started when I was at your house yeah it did it did because um, it started the week of Danielle's, um, it started the day of, the day of Danielle's episode yes, airing. Because, because Emily posted about Emily it. Emily posted the day, day before, before because, because she was like, I'm really day. sorry, I can't support you while this is going on. The day of, I am on strike tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and we support, in this podcast, we support the writer's strike. Mm-hmm. It may be absolutely, we support all strikes. It may be absolutely ruining our viewing schedules. Without a doubt. And I'm very, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself, in all honesty, until um, January. But at the same time, go get your money. Go get your money. Go get the money you deserve. Don't let people walk all over you exactly and that's what we're saying like we don't we support the strike we mm-hmm. wish it didn't we wish it didn't have to happen mm-hmm. we wish they would just it's not like work. all these big execs like netflix and disney and cbs it's not like they don't earn an absolute killing no but without the writers they wouldn't have that money they wouldn't have that income no exactly and that's what we're saying we 100 percent back this because they would not have anything without their writers without a doubt without a doubt oh no who the fuck wants to hear work hmm my work laptop just went off i don't care oh, i'm yeah. online but no it is without a doubt like we support this strike we want them to pay their bloody writers without a doubt like come on um just pay writers it's not that hard get the fuck over it mm-hmm. and real. what we're saying <laughs> honestly we are a nightmare we are it's absolutely manic on this call but we love it um and this is quite tame compared to normal as well yeah I think at some point and I'm not saying when because I'm not <laughs> my schedule is just not that open and neither is Erin's we need a McSad bitches episode yes oh my god the chaos that would ensue so 
the McSad bitches is our group chat. I feel like we post about it enough to know that the McSad bitches are, is our group chat. If you follow mm-hmm. either of us, um, but we are. Uh, <laughs> the McSad bitches is our little group chat, and over the next few weeks, all of us will be on the podcast but I want to get us all together because we are the most chaotic group you'll ever meet. For real. We cannot stay on one topic for more than five minutes. Like, it's a joy of all of us being ADHD, I think. Well, I don't know if we are. I feel like we all are. All of us having some kind of uh, fun thing. I can't remember what I was going to say. Right, season 20 predictions. Yes, go. Okay, so I have more... Station 19 predictions, then I do Grey's, so I'll, I'll try and stay on topic. So my predictions for... Oh, have I got them on this phone? I have not. Okay. So I had predictions for season 19. Mm-hmm. And barely any of them happened. Um, obviously, we've got Joe Link. I think we all knew that Joe Link was going to be inevitable. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that happened. Um, what else happened? I thought that um, Amelia and Kai were going to get engaged. <laughs> that very did not happen. Absolutely, without a doubt, did not happen. That did not happen. Uh, what else? I thought Catherine was going to die, so I'm going to pull that over for season 20. Mm-hmm. Because, obviously, at the beginning of season 19, we learned that her cancer was spreading. Yes. So I feel like she is going to die. It depends yeah. on how long season 20 is going to be and whether there's going to be any kind of time jump, I feel. Mm-hmm. Which, go into station 19 a second. I'm really hoping there isn't a time jump. Mm. Because I feel like with, even though Karina and Maya are doing IVF, mm-hmm. or have agreed to do IVF, I feel like they're going to adopt that baby. Yes. And whether they still do IVF or not, I don't want there to be a time jump. I want to see Maya and Karina trying to figure out how the fuck to be parents. Mm-hmm. I do not want a time jump. And I, want- I also don't want a time jump in either season, in either like place, because we were left on cliffhangers for both. Oh, crap. I forgot about Teddy. And Jack. Oh, I'm heartbroken all over again. Can you tell I like blocked it out? Yeah. So we can't, like, if we get a time jump and they don't explain fully, I'm going to lose my shit. I really hope we don't get a time jump and then it starts off exactly from where it finished. Mm. That's what I'm hoping. But also with there being such a big gap between filming the finale and filming the premiere, mm. I don't I don't think that'll be possible. Unless... I mean, the makeup team are damn good. They are, but all I'm thinking about mainly is, like, people's hair. Wigs exist. Yeah, and haircuts exist, I suppose. Exactly. People have had haircuts for greys before. See, I... I mean, Danielle didn't have her hair cut for Maya in this season, but she had it cut on set. The guy, the hairstylist on set, did her hair. Mm Mm-hmm. So it is a possibility that they could just rock up and have to have the haircut. I mean, yep. 
it's happened before. But no, I really, really hope that Teddy doesn't die. No, if Teddy dies, I'm I'm out. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. I'm kidding. I fucking love Grace. Amelia's still in it. At this point, I am watching Grey's for Amelia Shepherd, mm-hmm. Teddy Altman, but mm-hmm. not Cohen. No. God love Kevin. I adore Kevin. Absolutely hate Owen. Yep. And that just proves how much of a good fucking actor he is. And I could talk about this for hours because I adore mm-hmm. Kevin. Hate Owen. Um, so yeah, I'm watching it for her. I'm watching it for Amelia. And I'm watching it for Helmika. Yes. And Joe. I love Joe. Again, I love Chris Carmack. Mm-hmm. Love Chris Carmack. Cannot stand Link. Joe and Jack need to kiss. Joe and Jack need to go and kiss and make cute as fuck dumpster babies. Dumpster baby babies. Mm-hmm. Like, I do. I'm, 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 I'm all here for Joe Link. I am. Mm-hmm. But Joe Jack. Joe Jack. Supremacy. Yeah, without a doubt. Like, they are so much more suited for one another than Joe Link are. Like, yeah, the friends are there. Yep. They know each other really, really well. And they've known each other for years. They've, yeah, they've known each other for like a decade. Maybe more at this point. Well, yeah, it's more, got more at this point. Joe's been on the bloody show for almost a decade. Over a decade. Over a decade. When did Joe... Joe started the season, season nine. after the plane crash. Season nine. Mm-hmm. Because she was the so, new interns. She... Because she dubbed Meredith as Medusa. Yeah. So yeah, season nine. So she has. She's been out, um, in it over a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going into our eleventh season of Joe. Yes, we are. No, we're um, going into our twelfth. Nine. We're on just twenty. So mm-hmm. nine, ten, eleven, twelve. One, 11, wait. Why did I start doing one, two, three? <laughs> nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Okay, I've got 12 seasons. That's what I'm saying. We're going into our 12. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really don't want Jack to die either. Nope. Like, God forbid, that boy has been through a north. That boy has been through a north. And also, the station's just getting back into a good place. Yeah, like, everybody seems happier. Marina's back. Maya is back to her amazing. She's better than she was. She's all yeah. therapist now. She's better than she was. And Ben and Bailey seem okay for once. Touch wood. Oh, I need some wood to touch. That'll do. Um, <laughs> mine's fake wood. Mine's IKEA wood, but so is mine. Um. <laughs> and like, yeah, everyone seems like they're in a really good place. Yeah, which is also making me anxious. Oh, apart from Theo and Vic. Yeah, but we hated them anyway. We hated them. I loved them Vic to begin Hughes with. Vic Hughes is a lesbian. Vic Hughes is a lesbian. Let Vic Hughes kiss girls. Please. Yes. Barrett now, wants the question it is, The question is, do we want Vic and Andy to kiss? Oh, yes. Or do we? are we still on our Jack and Andy? I feel like Jack and Andy... Or do we Andy... just want a thruple? Oh, that'd be complicated. <laughs> That'd be too complicated. Could you imagine the station? It's hard enough when there's a couple within the station. Can you imagine if there was a throuple? Oof. I was joking. No, I think if Joe Jack doesn't happen, mm-hmm. 
then my end game is still Joe and Andy. Not Joe and Andy. Ooh. Ooh. Lesbian head. Um, Do we remember? Oh, speaking of Spiral City, I didn't know you at this point. Okay. But when they introduced Andy as a character. Mm-hmm. Onto Grey's. Andy and Meredith. Do we remember everyone being like, they're going to kiss? Well, no, because I have only recently joined the fandom. But from I started watching Station 19 around the time that we became friends last year. Yeah. Um, and I was looking through the messages with Sheridan because my friend Sheridan um, bullied me into watching it, basically. Because um, I, I wasn't convinced. Yeah. I wasn't convinced. Um but she bullied me into it. And my very first thought in that very first episode, when Andy's in the hospital because of her dad. Yeah. Um, that Andy and Meredith had to be a thing. I like, know. And Andy and Meredith has more chemistry than Meredith and Nick has. But you know who has more than them? Who? Who do I want with Meredith? Who oh. have I always no. gone for Meredith with? Addison. 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 And we're back on our returning characters theme. <laughs> Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> hey, sometimes I can bring us back onto topic. Addison okay. fucking Montgomery. Oh. Yeah. Oh, beauty that is Kate Walsh. For real. Sends me into Spiral City every time I think she's in. LA. I just I, I adore her. I adore Addison. It's like that thing at the minute on Twitter that's going around that's like, what who, who is a cheater that you will full heartedly Yeah, you support? missed her on your tweet. I did. I realized last night that I did. I just focused on my girls, my blondes, Maya you went and Maya Arizona. and Arizona, Arizona, yeah. And then because I did not about, tweeted on and, that trend yet. It was about an hour later where I realised that shit, I didn't put Addison on it. But, because um, my entire tweet, as much as I love Maya in Arizona, I and I will defend Arizona. I am Maya, but Addison, I have and always will defend. Mm-hmm. Like, I've I been mean, watching Grey since 2016. I don't agree with Addison, not Addison. Maya and Arizona cheating because no. they both did it. They both did it out of spite. Yes. Um, but they're both broken. They're both very broken. Arizona traumatized, was traumatized at that point, and Maya is just traumatized. She is just she's self destructive, and I feel that on a personal level. Like, yeah, I will send Maya till my last dying breath. I know I get that they are both traumatized babies but so is Addison yeah like I mean you learn more about Addison's backstory in private practice the same with Amelia you learn more about them in private practice than you do anywhere else and to me again I'm I'm not condoning cheating no I'm not but to me it makes a lot of sense that Addison ended up cheating on Derek yeah, I mean, especially especially with Mark. Yes, Mark. Because if I had, I I like Jake. I do. I'm 
I think he's great. But if Mark hadn't died, but Lexi had. Looking at you, Eric. (laughs) Eric's the reason why Mark died. He was supposed to go to California and live happily ever after with Addison Montgomery. But no, Eric. I just... We get so sidetracked, everyone. Every single time. Um, About Jake, sorry. Yeah, I like Jake, I do. And I think, given the circumstances, he was Addison's best shot. I absolutely adore Addison and Jake. I just... Addison and Mark were such... An amazing couple. They were. They and were. But also, I love Lexi. Yep. But you know, because I love them, I adore them. And I, don't get I, me I, wrong, I, Derek, Derek as well. I think if they could have worked it out, they'd have been the hottest couple. They was, but Derek was in love with Meredith. Meredith. He wanted. He wanted to stay with Addison. He wanted to stay with Addison out of duty, though. Yeah. I mean, I feel like on some level he did love her. Oh, yeah, he 100% did. And I am so pissed off. I'm still pissed off at you. Why? I'm still pissed off at you. Do you remember my... I do. You just didn't like me that much, Edit. I just didn't like... Yeah. And I was like, whose point of view do you think this is? Because I edited it quite widely Mm. it could have been perceived from either and you said Derek all I'm saying all I am saying is Addison cheated first oh I know so while Addison cheated first Derek left first yeah Derek mm. Derek left before the I mean emotionally I'd say like he checked out he was busy he checked out um but, you know. I'm going to have so much fun editing this. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to make a, like a, po- a podcast out of it. I'm going to make it work. We've got, we've got some, we've we've got got some usable footage. Um, I can't remember. I don't know what other predictions I have. Yeah. Oh, back on to predictions, are we? I'm still thinking, okay, because... I feel like Grey's left us at such a such a cliffhanger. And after the returning characters and predictions, Mm -hmm. Izzy Stevens. Yes, I would love Izzy to turn up. See, have you have you seen on Twitter though? No. Everybody being like, imagine if Izzy shows up next season. Yep. And Joe was like, you have some fucking nerve. You have some fucking nerve. Like a little dumpster baby coming out. Yeah. To match up with um, Izzy's trailer park energy. Trailer, yep. And Izzy being like, what the fuck are you on about? Yeah. She's like, Alex left me for you. And she's like, no, he didn't. I haven't seen him in years. Yeah, so that is also something I could... Because that was a standing theory for a while. For a just while after season sixteen, I want to say. After, yeah, I feel like everybody feels like 
Alex just wouldn't have done that to Joe. Everyone feels like Alex had a little bit of a mental breakdown. See, I quite like the theory of, because um, obviously schizophrenia runs quite mm. deep in his genes. Yeah. I quite like the theory that um, Alex is just off somewhere on a farm living his best life, imagining that he is living with Izzy yeah. and their kids. What I would like even more, like if we're going along that line, the Izzy Ava kidnapping up. theory. The Ava kidnapping theory is my favorite. <laughs> that is my favorite. That is one of my favorites. But if Izzy turns up, she's never had kids. Yes, that was a part of it as well. Or them being like, "No, my embryos didn't. So I have one child, but my embryos with Alex didn't survive. Only my eggs did. This is with Chad." Like Chad is their dad, not who the Alex. fuck is Chad? I don't know. I'm making up a random name. She's not been in Seattle for years, mate. Chad was the first like white boy American name I could think of. Okay. Okay. Yep. But the other theory with that is not that Alex had the schizophrenic breakdown and is imagining Izzy and the kids, but that as Alex words. Words could be great. I believe in you. But that Alex sort of, he could almost feel that he was going downhill with his mental health and with um, the condition. Mm -hmm. So he took himself away so he couldn't hurt anyone and he made it all up. Or that he knew about Izzy and the kids and just said that to save Joe's feelings. Yeah, he, he used it as an escape rather than the truth. Mm-hmm. But I, I still can't. I mean, obviously, the Justin's exit got written in really fast. Yeah, he wasn't supposed to leave. It got written in really fast at the last minute. Yep. Um, because I can't understand from a like from any point of view, even like a real life point of view, that he knew that their marriage wasn't legal because they forgot to post the marriage license off. No. So on Halloween, they went and they got remarried. Yep. And then a few episodes later, a few weeks later, yep, he disappeared. It's insane. Um, because just clear this up in my head because I can't get the timeline in order in my head right now. Mm-hmm. Was Meredith already arrested by the time they got married again? Yes. When they got married, it was the Halloween of that season so they, they Alex they, Alex was working at the other um, hospital Pack North yes so Alex probably was already starting his letters thing like getting those letters for Meredith's trial yeah so if he already had that letter from Izzy he would not have married Joe I'm just having a look at the timeline now. Because I feel like... Oh, please don't play an ad right now. Um, Because obviously their wedding goes to shit, doesn't it? So...
their first wedding was all of me yep which is when oh my brain isn't working help me think of names right now april april and arizona leave yep that's their final episode um let me have a look at i'm, I'm on so Meredith. Season 16 episode 6 that they got married yes i'm having a look so, when did so, Meredith get arrested whistling past the graveyard was halloween yep um because meredith stayed in jail until halloween yeah. And Joe and Alex got married on, remarried on Halloween. Yep. So um, she's then, The last episode. So what episode was that? Because that was 1524 that Meredith first got. That's not the one that I'm thinking of. The one where she was in jail was season 16, episode six. Yeah. And then my shot, which is where my, which was Meredith's trial, yeah, was episode eight. Yeah, so he had to have already been working on those letters. Yeah, in six. And then it's not. Let's all go to the bar. It's literally called Dear Joe, isn't it? No, it can't be. No, it's uh, leave a light on. Is it really? 1616 is leave a light on. Ooh. So yeah, this all happens within, what, 10 episodes? Yep. Which is a few weeks. So I can't, I can't see it happening unless no. there was something wrong. But I know that they did do it so that they could keep it open. For him to come back. For him to come back when when and if he was ready to come back uh-huh. but also do we think he's going to come back now that meredith's not full-time now that ellen's not full-time i think if he comes back it's got to be an ellen episode like him just chilling in boston yep <laughs> my little um Oh, Karina DeLuca, you look mighty damn fine. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at the pictures. Right. We need to wrap this up, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, because you're at fucking, you're at work. I am at work, so we do need to go. Debbie yeah, Allen I... was the one who directed that episode. I know, it was heartbreak. And the fact, right, I, I've got like three minutes, we can do this. The fact um, from Camilla's panel. Yes, she fact, didn't even know what the letters were going to say. She did not know. The first time she read those was when she was filming and I think they did it in one take yes yes that's what she said because they wanted Camilla's pure like raw reaction to the letters yeah um and they wouldn't let her read or even know what the letters were going to be about no and the one thing I wanted to ask and I wish I'd had a chance in that panel was how because I reckon someone had to have told Arizona what happened how did Arizona I would react? love to know that. Like, I feel like, or at least, because, like, Joe and Arizona were friends. Yeah. Right? Well, that's what they were saying. They were never properly friends. No. 
but they knew each other and they had interacted. And I feel like because obviously Arizona was such a big part of the wedding, they did have that kiss. They did. They did make out. <laughs> Not make At out. At the end of 14. Yeah. But I'm just going to sit back at my desk and we're going to get this done. Okay. Um, so they did have that kiss at the end of 14. Yeah, they did. And they obviously, they were like a thing. Like they were friends, not a thing. Because Arizona was so involved in the wedding because she was so close with Alex. That... Mm. Arizona had to be mad. She had to have been. Um, because, like, one of the very first fucking things that she said in that episode of Alex's wedding is, do you really think I was going to miss Alex Karab getting married? Yeah. And then two seasons later, he fucks off and leaves her for his ex-wife. Yeah. But the, I don't... It's going back to the letters a second... I also don't understand it because the letters that Izzy wrote him broke him. Absolutely traumatised him and absolutely broke him. Yeah. And Alex already knew. Alex already knew that Joe was traumatised. And yeah. she's got abandonment issues. And, like, the girl's got diagnosed PTSD yeah. from being abandoned. And I, I just feel like he wouldn't... He wouldn't have done it. But I do understand the necessity of they had to write him out somehow. Yeah. But I feel like it would be it would have been more believable. Mm-hmm. It would have been more believable if a cop showed up at their door and was like, I'm here to arrest Alex over like this assault charge from like 20 years ago. I feel like that's yeah. more that is so obviously statute of limitations becomes a bit of an issue there. Um <laughs> Lord agree, girl. <laughs> but yeah, no, I feel like that would have been far more of a thing. Like if they just said, yeah, no, Alex is fucked. He's got he's going to prison. Bye. It still would have left the door open for him to come back. Mm-hmm. Um because he lived in Ohio as a kid, didn't he? Yeah. Are you looking up the statute of limitations? No. Yes. Absolutely not. Why would I do such a thing? <laughs> That's the wrong kind of assault, bro. That's the wrong kind of assault. Ohio. 12 years. Yeah. And so it could have worked if they did it like 10 years ago. But he was in Grey's at that point. Mm, true. But still, I still feel like it'd be more believable if. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, if he'd got, like, arrested on a crime from when he was a kid. I mean, like, yeah. it's like um, Orange is the New Black. What did she get arrested for? It were trafficking, wasn't it? Drug trafficking. Yeah. That was, like, what, 15 years before? Yeah. So, like, something like that could work. Because, like, he, he said a few times, like, he did, he did whatever he could to make ends meet. Yeah. So I feel like that would be more realistic. Or, other side of this... Mm. he got arrested and he had to go look after the kids what would Izzy get arrested for 
Eh, she grew up in a trailer park. There are many things. True. She said a few times. She said a few times. Like, or Izzy died. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Catherine. Izzy died. Yeah. And he found Izzy out about his Go, Go look after your kids. You know, either way, it was a write off that wouldn't have, like, or kind of like private practice with um, Mason's mum. Mm. Izzy could have phoned him and been like, my cancer's back. We have children. You need to come look after them. Yeah. Rather than... Well, sorry, I love Izzy more. Yeah. I don't think that's what he was saying in his letters. I really don't. Um... No. No, it's, it's definitely not. It's definitely not. It was more of a, I love you, but I also but, love Izzy, but she has my kids. Yeah. And I can't leave them. It was an I love you, but. And I hate that. Are the hate worst kinds of I love yous. Like my, my dear, dear grandma says, anything that anybody says before the word but is bullshit. Is bullshit. So I love you, but I care about you, but yeah anything that anyone says before the word but is bullshit yep looking at you kai fucking bartley <laughs> i'm still bitter i'm still bitter so bitter um right i think we've got enough content mate okay so is there anything you want to say on your way out? No. No? Pay your fucking writers. Pay your fucking writers. That's what I want. That's the note that I want to leave on. Pay your goddamn fucking writers. Without them, you'd have no money. And with that, goodbye. We'll see you <laughs> next week. Yep. Yeah. Bye. Bye.